We got real news for you. Politics and culture and entertainment too. From a Marxist point of view. So open up your holes and leave up for the news. That was the worst harmony of all time. It was. We really did it. <laughs> we done did it. Wow. We are we are tone deaf, dumb, <laughs> drunk, blind, and dead. <laughs> Let me put on the news glasses here. Oh, yeah. The n- special news glasses. Special news glasses. Got them a special new kids on the block news shirt. New news kids on the block. Oh, yeah. Get it? I get, get it? it. Sorry, I didn't I mean get to it. touch you. you. You gave me a look like, don't you dare. No. I can tell. I'm wearing sunglasses. What? Huh? Well, be, because your mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your mustache looked at me. Like, <laughs> yeah, your mustache was like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> motherfucker? Yeah. You, you get to change the shirts. I just sweat through this one. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can borrow a shirt. I got plenty of shirts for you. Oh, yeah, got, we got the whole shirt making make, operation. I could here. literally make you a shirt. No, that's fine. Yeah. I, I like this shirt. I like this shirt. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I got some new shirts though. You should, you you should grab yeah. a grab a new shirt. Or I think you'll at least want uh, one of the gasoline Maxwells when I get those. You oh see, yes. you say order those. I yeah. love those. Yeah, <laughs> those will be fun. Um. So. What's what's been in the news? I think you can tell me what has been in the news cycle this week that we've uh, been paying attention to. Uh, the Ocean Gate, <laughs> the Ocean Gate with the Titan, the Titan Gate, yeah, if you Titan will. Gate. Well, the Ocean Gate's perfect. I mean, it's like already like has the, the name com- of the company, the name yeah. of the company, and yeah. it's also yeah the controversy. So if you uh, haven't caught this at all, um, which yeah, if you've been in a cave with your with their fingers, in or your just ears. not on Twitter, they are not on Twitter. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it's it's something that's like very very online. Yeah, they probably have reported a bunch of and like the 24-hour news cycle as well mm. but unless you're like really like connected and stuff uh to to that kind of thing like mm. you might not have heard about it no, no no i'm not sure um but yeah my brother wasn't too interested until i've been like like just like giving him tons of like stuff about this and mm. first he's like i don't really care about it now he's like obsessed yeah and so <laughs> so here's the deal so uh this company called ocean gate uh does pri- based out of everett washington based out of everett washington does private sea exploration Right, and basically what they did is they uh, they got a quarter million dollars a piece from four different guys to take this submersible made out of carbon fiber down to the Titanic. Yes, which is thirteen thousand feet below the sea, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently carbon fiber uh, is something the Navy decided to not use on submersibles twenty years ago. Yeah, they were like, listen. This just structurally isn't as good as like metal. Yeah, it has, it has a thing called uh, galvanic corrosion, and I was yep. picking my one brother's uh, brain about it because he's uh, works in um, a nuclear reactor and they use like salt water. Right, uh, and and he was talking about like yeah, like and it's it's nothing that like he didn't know about this mm-hmm. guy Stockton Rush. It's not a thing that's like. You know, oh, we just discovered about this that you know this metal's not you know fit for undersea. He's like, no, it's a thing that's known. Yeah. And my brother was telling me how like they have like what they call like sacrificial components to mm-hmm. the to their uh, reactor because like there's so much salt water going through it that it have to be made out of like 
you know, uh, certain metals that that are really susceptible to uh, galvanic corrosion, mm-hmm. and they just have to take them out. And he says, like, when they come out, they basically look like they've been eaten away. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. So it's just like, and he's just like, yeah, like the fact that this guy used carbon fiber on a saltwater submersible is like insane. It is absolutely <laughs> wild, and like many people, including a a whistleblower from inside the company yeah have raised alarms about this before this happened mm. and it still went through yeah like i was like and james cameron being like yeah like the submersible community was like writing him letters being like yeah. don't do this yeah like this was on like fucking james cameron's map <laughs> yeah like that got that's a busy goddamn man and he knew about this and he was like that's a bad idea yeah, i mean it's like one of the things he really really cares about you know it's mm. like you know he, he really fucking cares he, about this he marina trench yeah he's he's been he's been to the lowest he was the first person to the lowest point in earth yep and he also has been to the titanic 39 times or something yeah, like that 32 he, times yeah he likes Just an to, insane amount he of likes times. to say that he's been um been the ta- been spent more time with the titanic than the captain you know it's one of the things he likes to the, say yeah and he's he's been uh down to the bottom of the ocean more than anyone's ever been to the moon and he was there like, when, on 9 11 so what did he know that's a great question. Because like there's that you know documentary where he comes up from uh, from the Titanic, mm-hmm. and they're like, and Bill Paxton's like, oh, it's bad, Jim, worst terrorist attack in human history. Yeah, right. <laughs> Was he down there for an alibi? Maybe. Was. That's a that's the Just best. A, that's literally the best alibi yeah. in history. It's mm. like I couldn't have done 9/11 because I was making a Titanic documentary on the bottom of the ocean at the I time. I was. I was. I that was is, in a submarine. You know what? Fucking Osama bin Laden should have been making a Titanic documentary at the <laughs> Don't time. Don't go to the surface tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got a message. Osama bin Laden sent James Cameron a message. Like I fucking love your mil- films, bro. Don't go to the surface tomorrow. And James Cameron's like, I'm going, I'm going to the submarine. Just send sends him a just a, a, a anonymous AOL message. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to the service tomorrow, bro. He's it's like, not worth it. He's like, oh shit, I gotta get in my Shit's submersible. Gonna go down. <laughs> gotta go in my submersible. <laughs> yeah, I did I did love James Cameron like eviscerating this fucking fool. Mm-hmm. Like after like of course like these people went down there and ex- imploded. Yeah, yeah. So they imploded uh, at some point during the journey. Uh, they just like the seismic activity of of the the submersible just stopped completely. Yeah, yeah an hour and forty five <laughs> minutes into the voyage, which is not not good. That's not no. that far. And and that and that really tells you something about like what this guy was trying to accomplish. And, and this is very just like this is strictly a capitalist problem. This is a problem yes. with capitalism mm-hmm. because. It's uh, this man like carbon fiber is cheaper than other material, like than mm-hmm. the material that you're supposed to be using yep. for these deep sea voyages. Mm-hmm. And so, but he was told, and he ignored that because he was trying to do this as cheap as possible. Mm-hmm. And you know, in everything seems to be. Also, I was read a report like uh, he used some components for this sub that he bought from Camping World. <laughs> 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 like this man. This man was only concerned, his only concern this man had was profit. Yes. And that's also telling, like, that that this, that they had to find out that this thing wasn't seaworthy because also he did not seek out it to be um, uh, classed mm-hmm. or certified or mm-hmm. anything. He's, no. He chose to ignore all that. And also, like, the fact that it exploded during service, mm-hmm. like, something that, like, you know, it's been submerged enough times where, like, apparently, like, the galvanic corrosion eventually made the whole breach <laughs> and that caused the implosion Damn. and 
that's one thing that you do that you're supposed to do but it costs money and apparently this man also lied about his connections to boeing and the university of washington cool 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 cool. that both have you know pressure obviously boeing has pressure testing facilities and because they make fucking like airplanes and and he obviously never tested it because like one thing that you do you know we do it at my job you know you with cars you know Mm -hmm. cars are one thing before you ever like sell these things you're supposed to test a failure yeah you're supposed to make sure where these things can go wrong mm-hmm. and so it doesn't happen when there's a human being in it right <laughs> and so you want to get these problems out before it goes to market or before you know start selling tickets to it's, the bottom of the ocean what do they call this what do they call the government ensuring that you test things before it goes to market rigatoni okay so um so the government obviously needs to rigatoni like private sea travel and yeah. obviously like space travel. Also, I, I I was talking about this with my with my other brother who's like mm-hmm. you know he consider you know considered himself a uh, libertarian. Mm-hmm. Um, like he thinks there should there like private commercialized you know like you know sea travel should exist. I think it should probably deep sea travel. Like I feel that's something that should be. Like obviously it's only going to be available to the rich, but right. it's like it's completely inaccessible. I don't think it's really that necessary. I think it should be... be it's, it's pretty much unnecessary. Like, And the, yeah. the thing, too, is like like James Cameron has already done it, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> James Cameron and the fucking... The people who make, like, uh, you know, uh, Blue Ocean and Planet Earth and shit, mm-hmm. they've already done it. They've taken way better images than you could possibly seek out yourself. They've gone through thousands of hours of footage of being in the sea and like found the coolest shit that you can possibly look at yeah you think you're gonna be able to do that on a small shitty camera in a submersible for like an hour and a half before you have to surface for air like Mm -hmm. no you're not gonna get a good experience out of that you're you're only doing it to be able to say you did it's like climbing mount everest which is also a cost prohibitive thing at this point it's like you only do it for the prestige it's a fucking clout thing it's clout chasing and it's dumb Apparently, it was like one of those billionaires, you know, went down solely because, like, you know, he's a Titanic freak mm-hmm. and he wanted to see the Titanic. But, and, and, and yeah, just like, like this, this man built something, like, mm-hmm. all, and he rushed it through because he wanted to start making that money and start the, and be the first on the scene mm-hmm. of, like, of, uh, of tour, of, uh, deep sea travel tourism. Right. And, and it really cut and like you know james cameron was saying like you know how you know when building his his um his submersibles like he spent three years just on the computer and the thing is he didn't even build those submersibles yeah they were built and designed uh in a joint finnish ussr project so they were designed and made by communists yeah <laughs> back in 1987 mm. and he didn't start using them until i think 2000 or 2001 mm. and so like they were already 13 years old by the time he started using them and they were only decommissioned last year Wow. So they were in commission for 30 years going to depths beyond the Titanic, beyond, the, I mean, up to, I think, like 15, 20,000 feet. Yeah. And so these things, yeah, they were more expensive than like the probably quarter of a million dollars he built maybe mm. at most to build this thing. But like, that's what it takes. Yeah. You have to be willing to lose money on this venture, which is why it shouldn't be a capitalist for-profit venture yeah. is because cutting corners on this is literal structural integrity cutting. Yeah. it's like it's it's killing people yeah it just 
just like yeah like you just want to rush it through and just like start make start you know getting those returns and yeah you're not gonna mm-hmm. and really like who you're catering to is a very very it's like you know just like what billionaires are that stupid again but apparently two mm-hmm. two billionaires i think because i think the other guy was like another uh deep sea guy and yep. the other guy was the kid yeah uh, th- like, that's the only one i feel bad for yeah like because yeah, the 19 year old yeah he, he he agreed to go with his dad even though he was really scared because he uh i'd be terrified it was, of that it was thing. father's day yeah and so like that fucking sucks like and I, yeah i just I, I straight up wouldn't do that for my dad no even if like, it was like I, fun i spent a quarter of a million dollars on this i'm like damn dad you could have given me that quarter of a million dollars and we could have watched james cameron shit in imax yeah. you dumb son of a bitch yeah that that would also blows me away is the fact like they aren't even like looking through a porthole. They're just watching it on a view screen. Exactly. So it's like, what's the point? It's not interesting. You're not seeing it IRL. No. He could literally. Here's what he should have done. He should have taken that thing, just down into the harbor, and showed them James Cameron shit on the screen. I was I was saying that like I I it's a, what a genius grift. Like mm-hmm. basically make it make it like like say you're taking them down there, but it's basically one of those like. VR rides that shift and shift. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And then like you could be like, you made it to the bottom of the ocean. Congratulations. Right. <laughs> yeah. Fucking blow. Yeah. Like what? What is the point? What is the point? He should have grifted this one. Should have grifted this one. I, I mean, I'm usually against grifting, but this one would have been a great grift. I'm, I, I think grifting billionaires do that. Do yeah. Yeah, that's a true. Like grifting billionaires, I think is just good wealth redistribution. Yeah. So. Also, I mean, killing billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Stockton Rush actually did some good th- good things. Man. Yeah, I mean, you know, and this this has become very divisive on the internet for yeah, some reason uh, because people people don't realize like the very simple math of it. I think is that poor people hate the rich mm-hmm. because the rich are exploiting us and killing our planet, and so when they die, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's very simple math. Also, and, like, and also in just such a stupid way where they basically crawled into uh, a coffin. Like, they crawled yeah. into a coffin <laughs> and got into compressed car. into a fucking quarter. Yeah. Like, they went through a, a fucking pressed penny machine underwater. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, 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 that's the thing. It's like, I I have less sympathy for this. Like, I don't have sympathy for, like, a base jumper when they die. Mm. They knew the risks. They jumped off that fucking building knowing they could go splat. Oh, yeah. And so, like, yeah, it sucks that they made an accident and fucked up, but they know that risk. Yeah. And they're not billionaires fucking exploiting people. So, like, when it happens to a billionaire, like, if a billionaire died base jumping, I would have been, like, making tons of splat jokes. Oh, yeah. That shit's funny. And, it, it's, 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 and, but, and also, like, you know, like, Stockton Rush is, be, like, there's lots of videos that have come out of him mm-hmm. talking about, like, you know, glorifying um, his risk, stake, risk taking. Yep. And like, as if it's like this very masculine, like brave thing he's doing, like, you know, history remembers the risk takers type shit. Right. And, and I like, and, and so I think like, I think you have to really like break it down. Like, you know, there's, there's risk taking and there's also being stupid Yes. because like with risk taking, it's like usually a calculated move. Exactly. Like, you know, even with base jumping, like Mm -hmm. they know, like they take into consideration different things. And they know what can go wrong and then prepare for that. Mm-hmm. This guy was told by multiple people for years. There's like, mm-hmm. uh, there's emails. Like I, like I just read one article 
why we're here like of like 2018 where people mm-hmm. are, are pleading with him not to do this yeah. and like it, it's a thing that people don't realize like this needs to be regulated that's yeah. the only solution to this is because this is going to become a thing yeah like i mean it's either that or making this illegal which i'm also for yeah um but like yeah especially if also you're like you're also like destroying like what remains of the titanic right it, it's because it's like it's eroded to the point where it's becoming a natural habitat yeah and like you're just gonna go up in there and like fuck that shit up okay yeah. okay yeah dude. exactly and like it no longer belongs to people it belongs to the ocean belongs now. to the ocean and and yeah it's just like this guy saying like you know like i like i'm taking risks i'm being brave it's like no you're you're doing something no risk is raw dogging someone you just met <laughs> It's yeah. not going to kill any of you. It's like the worst that can happen is something funny like gonorrhea. Yeah, like, you know, it's, you know, you wouldn't call it a risk if you were to jump into a volcano. And, right, exactly. and if you were to like put, you know, put like uh, ice cubes on your on your feet and then jump into a volcano thing and you were going to skate along it or something. Right. It's like, no, that's stupid. Like you're you're going against all conventional wisdom. You're going through going against the standards. It's it's of su- of submarine. It's, building. it's literally <laughs> if they would have taken a submarine into a volcano. Yeah. It's not different. <laughs> not like different. every everyone, every volcano expert would have been like, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. That's a stupid <laughs> idea to go into a volcano. He's like. You're just trying to suppress my great American freedom yeah. of being an individualist maker. You know, history remembers the risk takers. Yeah, and you know, and, you know I'm going to be the first man to to spelunk a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> like, and this is really funny how it like this also coincides with like you know last year when we were having all the um all the crypto ads and and you know Matt Damon was basically saying the same thing like famous last words you know mm-hmm. history remembers like the risk takers type shit yep. and that also exploded in his face and also yeah. exploded in all the crypto bros face thank god and this guy just has like tons of just like setting himself up to just look like the dumbest guy in the world because mm-hmm. it was like just reading the emails where he's just like, uh, I think you saying that I'm going to kill someone is ex- an extreme pers- personal insult. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, you're you were told carbon fiber will implode yep it cannot it and I, I there's a really good tiktok of a of a girl uh talking like she did like a whole recently a whole study on like on carbon fiber mm-hmm. and talking about like how like uh, carbon fiber has no compressive strength mm-hmm. like it has like good tensile strength and all this other shit like compressive strength like it'll just Co- collapse yeah and so basically building something that's supposed to be put under high pressure mm-hmm. don't do that no <laughs> it like, needs to be made it, out of fucking metal it goes like. against all conventional wisdom it's just like so yeah it's like it, it just it it just goes to show it's just like the and you know we have you know people like stockton rush you know mm-hmm. elon musk we have our elon musks he's like you know elon musk is very big on this where he tries to do things as cheaply as possible to yep. maximize profits mm-hmm and that's why his rockets blow up yeah exactly and that and this is really why they won't let like people on his rockets and but we're now allowing them to put you know his his, uh his chips in people's brains cool but it's just like yes this is this is basically uh you know this is this is foretelling the future of of privatized space travel Mm -hmm. that's basically what this is because all of the same shit, you know, we're, we're trying to rush that, you know, Elon Musk was like saying, you know, we're going to have, you know, missions to Mars. And this is really just going, this is, this is just like the, the, uh, 
the appetizer for for everyone just dying and and space explosions coming up. I'm okay with that though. Oh yeah, as, as long as it's like still stratified the way it is and only the rich can afford it, as I'm fine it, with oh, just yeah, sending the Elon rich Musk into space. And Grimes on the first one. Oh like, fucking a, yeah. Like, and please, they, yeah, God. like like let them let them blow up because because yeah, really like Elon Musk and stuff will learn nothing from this. Mm-hmm. Like they can't look at this and like be like, huh. <laughs> You know, it's like they have, he has no, he has no like, no self-reflection or no. anything like that. And he's like, you know what? No, let's keep making these things as cheaply and shittily as possible. Yep. And let's, I want to rush this through because I want to make as much money as humanly possible. And that's why, you know, that's why they hate regulation because it prevent, you know, and, and that's like in, that's this guy's other defense where he's like saying like, oh, well, it's like regulation stifling innovation. You're not innovating any motherfucking anything. No. Like, you actually went back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you went back, you know, you went back 60 years of, 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 uh, of, um, of, uh, of, uh, history of, like, of study, of, of, of testing. Mm-hmm. You went back to the beginning, bro. Yeah. And you're, you're just rediscovered why they, they already figured out this was a bad idea. Yeah. Like, you didn't innovate shit. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And just like the, the idea of going into space is so wasteful and dumb in the first place. Oh, yeah. that it's like, I don't know. I'm okay with like sending rich people up there because it's only going to be rich people because oh, it's yeah. like it just the fuel, nothing, nothing about it makes sense until we can make a cold fusion rocket, which I don't know if it's that's yeah, ever it, it is solely a status thing because like, yeah, sending that's, you know, sending rich people to the bottom of the ocean. What's going to, what are they accomplishing? Sending rich people to the, to the, to, to space. Not, not doing anything. No, this is this is a waste <laughs> of so many resources. It's like, yeah, especially, yeah, especially. It's, like, it's just so they can say like, I went to the bottom of the ocean. I went to space. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool. What'd you do there? I just floated around. Cool. It's like, cool, man. Cool well. guy. So you're still an <laughs> insignificant human on this giant fucking floating yeah. rock. All you had is more access than and a it, normal it's, person. It somehow didn't give you any matter of perspective. No, like you still feel like you're on top of the world, even though the world could swallow you at any moment. Yeah. The like nature does not give a fuck about you. Yeah, there's there's no benefit sending these people to to having them take these trips, mm. except for the fact they possibly die during it. Yeah, yeah, and so that's <laughs> that's why I am totally cool with this. Although, like, if it ever becomes accessible to anybody that's not rich, I want it heavily, heavily regulated. Uh, absolutely. Like, it needs to be, and that's the thing. Like this thing, like just skipped over all of those things and which you would think transporting anybody that's not you know you think this would somehow be illegal right you would think like you think <laughs> that like even the coast guard could be like hey you can't have a private submarine <laughs> yeah. because like that's what like drug dealers do and really the ones that like the the cartel built was actually worked Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, like the cartel yeah, built no. a better submarine, like when they were transporting cocaine. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking like El Chapo out here making yeah. better fucking submarines than like the fucking Ocean Gate. Yeah, and 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 you see like and you and uh, there's like one uh, like a BBC documentary that mm-hmm. had, that features them. It also showcases how dumb this guy is. Like they re- they installed a thruster in reverse. And so, and so, like they got down there to mm-hmm. the bottom, and then it just kept going in circles. Cool. And so they solved the problem by turning the because you know obviously they're using a lot of Logitech controllers for mm-hmm. you know Xbox Logitech controllers. Yep. They just held it sideways and did it that way. 
Oh, wow. they, they realized, oh, well, uh, just 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 flip the controller around. It's just like, but it just like shows like this weird level of incompetence and mm-hmm. just like hubris. Well, and also there was a lot of stuff before uh, where they had, were testing it out, and uh, a journalist actually reported on this, and it was really crazy that they had just like put this information out there freely, but uh, they'd been on a test mission with them before and had lost contact yeah. with the sub several times on like every single one of the test missions, which isn't good. No. Uh, in like, But the thing is they had like two different types of communication for them. One was like a beacon, which told their location, and one was actually like a voice communication. And like one of them went out, and uh, then the other one like went out for a little while, and they cut off the internet on the boat so that this journalist couldn't post about it. Which is concerning, and this this was before like, oh, yeah. this. This was yeah. like weeks, months, years ago. So like you know, j- journalists with access knew about this, didn't talk about it until mm. after the fact, mm. which is bad journalism in my opinion. Um, and then we got just like I don't know an entire community saying, "Hey, d- d- maybe don't do this." Yeah. But there's like no regulators mm-hmm. and no kind of law enforcement to say, "Hey." You're literally about to murder four people, and you can't do that because you shouldn't be allowed to just go and murder four. They just people. let them go full steam ahead, which is yeah. which is funny to me. And also, um, one of the most wild things because, like, you know, they one thing like you know that that appears online. You know, one of my favorite subjects is wokeness, mm-hmm. and I guess this guy is on on record saying like oh, he's right, he, right. he he doesn't want. Um, Fifty-year-old, uh, you know, uh, people tell uh, experienced people telling him that he's wrong, and it's just like, and people are taking this as like, oh, well, this thing exploded because of wokeness. Like right, people right. like the quartering released videos like that. It's like, it's like, no, this guy. Again, this goes back to capitalism. This yeah. guy wanted people out of the gate who were more, who were didn't have to pay as much, mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Also that he that he could underpay and also enforce like you know you know twenty something year olds who will like mm-hmm. be more compliant to his demands yeah and it's not that he didn't want these you know genius white guys fifty year old white men who knew what they were doing it's like no it's 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 using people that don't have the experience who are more compliant <laughs> and it's not it's not it's not because like it's like wokeness or anything like that no. But it would be cool if Wokeness did it. It would be funny if Wokeness did it. It would be cool if, like, a CRT book just, like, floated down to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> just, like, caused the crack that made this thing implode. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just like, no, CRT! Yeah, right? Yeah, Damn absolutely. Uh, this, but this has been this has been a fun story this week. It, it really because has. Because it just gets progressively more insane. It does. And it, like, it gets progressively more, like, why would anyone get in this fucking craft like, i'm already terrified like i'm i'm a big person who also who believes and like you know people who have professional things like if if i saw like a professional submarine pilot i'd be like mm-hmm. okay and i'd feel at ease with that right but like um this sort of level of just like of just like how it just like seems like it was basically put together yeah what were these guys this guy's qualifications unclear <laughs> yeah was he even like in the navy or anything like that or a structural engineer for boats before or anything i or? guess he did have like a long history of of sea of sea exploration but but sea exploration and designing no oh, yeah like sea craft are very very different yeah, i'm guessing jobs. not that much if he was insisting on using carbon fiber yeah that 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 
that. Yep. Yeah, and like, yeah, I would be absolutely terrified out of my mind if I saw this thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it, like especially the inside, it looks completely. It was unfurnished. It's it was a, a coffin. It was a, yeah, it was a coffin. It's a it was little a, coffin. It was, it was a metal tube, uh -huh. and you and these people are like, like in this cramped quarter. Metal like, tube painted white, by the way. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely refuse to step foot in that thing. Like yeah. you couldn't pay me to go down there. I, I'd be like, I, I, I res, like, I, if I saw like a professional submariner, I'd be like, I respect you. Mm -hmm. I'm terrified. Of straight, it. straight up, I would never go into a submarine that was going underwater. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I don't yeah. care. You could is not that, that is not that is you not just the couldn't pay me. You, that is not the realm of the human being. No, we <laughs> people don't belong in the deep ocean. No. And if you want any proof, go in the deep ocean. Like oh, yeah. we're not supposed to be down there. You die down there very mm. easily. Oh yeah. You die coming up from there very easily. No matter what you do, you die if you go in the deep ocean unless you take enormous amounts of precaution. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. and I I don't I can't, I can't check all those boxes. I don't have those resources, nor do I have the will to go in any place that fucking scary. Yeah. I will let James Cameron go for me. Yeah, James Cameron, more power to you. He's Keep he's exploring. the hero that we all deserve of the deep sea, <laughs> yeah. I feel. Like he's yeah. the sea's hero on J this planet. James Cameron knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like I like uh, me, I'm fine on land. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. Yep. I'm fine observing the sea. I, I can swim in it. Yeah. Like even like when I, uh, I was first going into welding, I was considering underwater welding. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I actually I ended up talking. I found like uh at at Butthole Foods like mm. uh what guy who was like um uh one of my regulars who came came to me and me mm. and him were talking. Like I was talking to him and he's mm. like, "Oh, I'm a former underwater welder. I'm like, what? And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, you can't do it for more than five years. <laughs> like, cause it really starts to fuck up your body. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. And so, and he was just talking about how dangerous it is. And I was just like, and, and I went and took a tour of like the underwater welding school mm -hmm. in Seattle. And I was just like, okay, yeah, this seems cool. But yeah, like in, in it pays well, but you don't, does. you don't realize you're in the water and yeah. you don't realize how much harder it is to maneuver in the water. Oh yeah. And so you, you not only have to be very strong, but it does destroy your body because you're constantly and, working out at work and, and then under pressure, yeah. like the, the, yeah. and then rising, you raise the nitrogen in, in your stuff, yep. in your body. And also most of the time, the, the visibility is zero. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, like they were showing me like one of the training things, and it's just like they basically were putting the person in a tank with a blindfold, basically like the thing was painted black, and like because mm -hmm. yeah, this is like this is the visibility you usually have. That's insane. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like dangerous shit, you know. And more power to the people who do that. Yeah, I mean it's it's a very needed job, and yeah, like, yeah, fucking. I mean, power to every worker out there, but. A special power to the ones that are putting their fucking lives on the line like that. Yeah, for real. That's that's. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cheers to them. Yeah. Cheers <laughs> to them. If you if you're an underwater welder, find me at a bar. I don't drink. I'll buy you a drink though. I'll buy you a beer. Yeah, I'll buy I, you, I drink. I'll, 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 I'll buy you a beer. I'll buy a beer for any <laughs> underwater welder who listens to this podcast. Yeah, like I it's not for me. I was just like, you know what? I'm fine with land welding. Yeah, <laughs> land welding is uh, also very needed. So yeah, more, more yeah. power to land welders as well. <laughs> Dropping them clean dimes for the rest of us. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um. So uh, another story of the sea that uh, has gone completely unnoticed in lieu of the uh, uh, Ocean Gate. Oh yeah, um, is it the yeah? 
Yeah, so uh, this one's by Al Goodman and Chris Edwards from CNN. Uh, dozens feared drowned after migrant boat sinks off of Spain's Canary Islands. Mm. This sucks. So dozens of people are feared drowned after a migrant boat sank uh, Wednesday near Spain's Canary Islands, according to Spanish officials and aid group Walking Borders. Authorities have recovered two bodies, including a young girl, but the true number of those who were on board is not known. Helena Moleno, the founder of Walking Borders, told CNN that her group received desperate calls on Tuesday afternoon from relatives of migrants aboard, saying that the boat was drifting after losing all its engine power. The organization alerted Spanish authorities to request a rescue operation. Spain's Maritime Rescue Service tweeted Wednesday that two bodies were recovered from a sunken boat that had departed from Morocco. It added that the a Moroccan patrol boat had rescued 24 others alive. So... Thank God for that. Molino mm-hmm. um, told CNN one of the bodies recovered was a five-year-old girl whose body has been taken to Spain. She added that her group believes 37 others on the same boat drowned based on phone calls with relatives and with uh, people aboard the boat before it sank. A total of 5,914 migrants have arrived by boat to the Canary Islands this year through June 15th, a 31% decline from the same period last year, Spain's Interior Ministry recently reported. Um, Molino said there has been a noticeable increase in recent weeks of attempted migrant crossings to the Canaries. On Thursday, uh, yesterday, Spanish government maritime services rescued 227 other migrants from four boats off of Lanzarote and Gran Canary Islands, which are part of the Canary Islands uh, archipelago off of Morocco's west coast. Mm. The incident raises further questions about Europe's response to migration after an overcrowded fishing trawler carrying a reported 750 people capsized off the coast of Greece last week, killing at least 82 people and leaving hundreds more missing. Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, this, is, this, is a, this is a pretty big issue. And this is a mm-hmm. thing a lot of people in Europe, um, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of racists in Europe who yep. think this is like a good thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like you look at most Europeans, you know, and they're like, oh, we're so progressive. And then when it comes to migration, yeah, migration, you know, immigration from, you know, people that they'd find desirable, oh, they're suddenly Adolf Hitler. I mean, it's the same with America. Yeah, it's same like, with America. Like I mean, there, there's just been such a long history of propaganda and mm-hmm. like declining material conditions that are blamed on fucking migrants when it's yep. always the upper classes and the ruling class mm-hmm. that are actually taking the things away that they blame on migrants. Yep. It's, oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, yeah, border crossing across the Mexican border, like, um, uh, you know, typically like they do have like a, um, you know, a sixteen wheeler cab, you know, that they <laughs> that they have it refrigerated that's used for picking up the people who can't don't make it. Yikes! And it's like, and and yeah and like this like you know this is juxtaposed with like you know what we just talked about Mm -hmm. you know these fucking billionaire dipshits you know like um take doing this doing this insane stupid thing and getting basically the entire united states navy looking for these fools Mm -hmm. even though like which was i thought was interesting like the Navy already knew that they had exploded because they have like deep yeah yeah, they did and they just didn't tell anyone because they're like 
Uh, I mean, just in case, but also, yeah, they're dead. We need a, yeah, we also, we need a, need the news cycle to go right, and right. have the oxygen countdown. Yeah. We, we need to take <laughs> people's mind off of like these migrants dying. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, really they've ignored like the migrants and, and all of the media in America at least. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah, but when that is like a situation that is like a hundred times count you know million times more horrific right because because it, these people are seeking refuge from mm-hmm. probably like political persecution and poverty mm-hmm. and like actual material conditions that they are trying to change for themselves whereas like and more people die more people die doing this <laughs> yeah and, and like yeah and the fucking people in the submarine are the people that are causing these structural and systemic imbalances that are causing these fucking migrants to mm-hmm. have to do this like yep. And that's that's the thing people don't really realize is all these systems are somehow intertwined. And the reason these people are on a boat is a lot of the same reasons that five guys are imploding next to the Titanic. Yeah. Like, it's all connected. Mm -hmm. Um, Take some acid, learn it. (laughs) Yeah, very sad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. That with pieces pisses me off. Yeah, the people celebrating that, you know, yeah. and then also the same ones that are telling you to be respectful about the billionaires blowing up. It's just like fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. It's like I like it when billionaires die. I yeah. feel bad for the nineteen-year-old kid, and you know, if anyone was on there was like coerced on there somehow, but yeah. like anyone who actually like talked to anybody about this and that's the thing is people don't realize these people like these are these were billionaires on there they had the resources to vet this entire thing Mm -hmm. and they trusted the wrong person and did not do their homework Mm -hmm. which when it comes to life and death those are things you have to do yeah like you can't just trust a guy Mm because he says he's trustworthy and like yeah, I'm sorry they got rolled and they died because of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, billionaires. Yeah. They've killed countless people from their actions. And meanwhile, yeah, the migrants, they're taking what risks they can uh, afford to take, which is mm-hmm. like it's huge risks by yeah. piling on overcrowding boats because they have no other re- recourse for themselves. Absolutely. Like, they, like this is the best they can do. Like the billionaires, they can fucking buy a million submarines. Right. Like, meanwhile, the you know the pe- like these people have nothing to their name. They're mm-hmm. completely poor, and they have no no other option than to get on these. Like, boats. like, like consider like even with just one billion dollars, they could they could buy how many of these trips? Like <laughs> four four thousand mm-hmm. four thousand trips to the bottom of the ocean. Is mm-hmm. that is that right? Uh, four to a million. Yeah, four thousand. Which is... I'll trust your math on that. Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's that's good. I usually do good head math. Yeah. And do good head. <laughs> oh, what's up? Uh, speaking of good head, no, that doesn't work. Um, here's here's a fun uh, article. Oh, no. Oh, fuck you. I need a subscription for this. This uh, is not happening. Well, wait, fuck uh, that. Fuck that article. We're not reading that. Oh, what are they? Banned vegans? Yeah. The celebrity chef banned vegans from a restaurant, and he said it was for mental health purposes. Hells yeah. Uh, because, yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't know. That That's kind of dumb. Yeah. That's kind of shitty. It's just, like, you you can say, like, a much more respectful way of doing that is, like, uh, no substitutions on the menu. And yeah. then have your menu entirely meat-based. That way, if a vegan comes in, they'll look at the menu and be like, oh, no substitutions. And, you know, maybe they can work something out. Like, they're going to have a dry roasted vegetable or something. Yeah. It's, it's not hard to accommodate vegans. It's yeah. really fucking not. Yeah. 
Um, like it's so easy. It's so easy. You just make a vegetable for them. Yeah. Like, do you know how? I mean, it's yeah. I, I do put some more some more effort into it here, but mm. I, I could just like roast a vegetable and give you a plate of rice, microwave rice every time you come here, and you would be fucking happy about it because I, I love I love vegetables and rice. Yeah, every <laughs> vegan does. That's like the only thing they can always eat. Yeah, yeah this is great. <laughs> um. So we'll move on to uh, some 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 sad, sadder news. Uh, the Supreme Court has ruled against the Navajo Nation in a water supply case. This is from CNN, uh, written by Ariane De Vogue. Great name, great mm. De Vogue. Fuck De yeah, Vogue. God, that's a, I wish that was my last name. I'm from the house of La Beja, bitch. Don't make me the Vogue all over this motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, the Supreme Court on Thursday ruled against the Navajo Nation, dismissing a suit arguing that the federal government has the legal duty under treaties signed in the 1800s to develop a plan to provide the tribe with an adequate water supply. The ruling was 5-4 against the Navajos, with Justice Brett Kavanaugh delivering the opinion to the court. The only conservative justice uh, that dissented was Justice Neil Gorsuch, who has actually been historically pretty strong on First Peoples cases. Mm. So good for him, but fuck him for every other reason. <laughs> and also just fuck the Supreme Court in general. Yeah. I don't care how they vote on anything. I find them all illegitimate. Yeah, it's a, it's a stupid system. Very. Um, so the suit pitted the Navajo Nation against the U.S. government, as well as a handful of Western states that are concerned about water allocation. Kavanaugh wrote that the case was not whether the United States has interfered with water access to the tribe, but whether a treaty required the U.S. to take concrete steps, such as potentially building pumps, wells, or other water, water infrastructure to facilitate better access. Quote, in short, the 1868 treaty did not impose a duty on the United States to take affirmative steps to secure water for the tribe, including the steps requested by the Navajos here, such as determining the water needs of the tribe, providing an accounting or developing a plan to secure the needed water, Kavanaugh wrote. He said it is not, quote, the judiciary's role to update the law. And this is particularly important that the federal courts not to do so. Uh, isn't that your job? Yeah. Like, to interpret the law? Yeah, that's what you're supposed to be doing, homie. And to update it to, like, modern times? Like, are we really going to, like, not interpret a fucking treaty that we signed mm. to modern time? Like, come on. So Yeah, like, yeah, and, and this, is, this is a good, um, you know, shows, you know, like, the, re the episode we just reviewed on how, like, mm. a old law is, is, is upheld yeah but then like oh when the when this law is also like uh and, and shows like yeah when the uh, law against like you know materially providing anything for first nations people who mm -hmm. have been like historically oppressed and, and it's just like you well, know. so so this next one I think is where Kavanaugh really shows his hand. Oh, he no. says uh, allocating water in the arid regions of the American West is often a zero sum situation. Continuing, and the zero sum reality of water in the West underscores that courts must stay in their power, or sorry, stay in their proper constitutional lane and interpret the law here, the treaty, according to its text and history, leaving to Congress and the President the responsibility to enact appropriations laws and to otherwise update federal law as they see fit in light of the competing contemporary needs for water, he added. So, 
does he not have a problem then with corporations buying water tables? Yeah. Because Nestle owns a huge amount of the water tables in mm. the United States. That's that's part of why it like, motivates um, them wanting to deny these people water. You know? he's, he's making a case here saying that it's a zero-sum reality that the federal government needs to take control of all of these water tables, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I think that's the only logical conclusion here, but instead he's saying, no, instead of that, we can't help Native Americans in lieu of the corporations needing access to water. Yeah. Which is fucked. Yeah, I mean, especially, you know, you know, water tables have been like a big pet project of the super rich oh yeah that, that's that's why fucking bill gates has been buying up all of the available farmland mm -hmm. most people think it's uh you know for agriculture reasons but fucking water tables are under farmland it mm -hmm. rains in grass where do you think that fucking water goes yeah into the ground into the ground into the ground baby yep and so really what this he's saying is like no you ha like we like we like we are in the pocket of these other people. Mm -hmm. We can't possibly provide you with water, even though it's that's, a zero sum game, as he a, said. That's a that's a you know it's a treaty that we will are refusing. You know, it's like, but it's, it's like you know, oh, America breaking another treaty with. <laughs> oh yeah, First Nations I mean, people. so so there's no news here. I don't know why this is even in the news section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just another fucking broken treaty, yeah. which is not news at all. Mm -hmm. So Justice Neil Gorsuch, who often sides with tribes in legal disputes uh, that came to court, dissented in the case, joined by the three liberal justices, Elena Keegan, Sonia Sotomayor, and uh, Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Last week, Gorsuch voted with the majority leaving intact a decades-old law that prioritizes the placement of Native American children with Native families, which mm. is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, in Thursday's case... Um, he accused the majority of misreading the Navajo's request. He said that the Navajo were not arguing that the U.S. is legally obligated to pay for pipelines or other aquifers to access the water. The tribe sought only for the government to formulate a plan to identify the water rights it holds for the tribe. Quote, because there is nothing remarkable about any of this, um, he said he would have allowed the case to proceed. He said, quote, where did the Navajo go from here? Um... He said rhetorically, he said that their wait to find out the extent of their water rights is akin to an experience familiar to any American who has spent time at the Department of Motor Vehicles, dropping a decent joke, mm -hmm. not a terrible joke. <laughs> um, it's a DMV joke, though. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's hacky as fuck. Oh, yeah. But you know what? For a Supreme Court justice who's a piece of shit... Mm -hmm making a right decision here <laughs> and writing a dissent, I'm going to let it fly. I'm going to let this one fly. Not the worst joke I've ever read. Uh, he said, quote, the Navajo have waited patiently for someone, anyone to help them, only to be told repeatedly that they have been standing in the wrong line and must try another. He said the tribes have, quote, tried it all, including writing federal officials, petitioning the Supreme Court, and seeking to intervene in ongoing water-related litigation. He said, quote, uh, at each turn, they have received the same answer. Try again. When this routine first began in earnest, Elvis was still making his rounds on the Ed Sullivan show. Wow. He continued in a not good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Very outdated. Uh, the suit comes as water from the Colorado River is scarce and drying up, and states located in the arid southwest are tangled in disputes concerning water allocation. The tribe claims that while the average person on the Navajo reservation uses seven gallons of water a day, the national average is between 80 to 100. Wow. 
right? That's shock. That's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Like the uh, the people on this reservation are using like a tenth of the water the average American uses. That's crazy. Uh, the nation, which extends across Arizona, New Mexico, and Utah, and lies within the drainage basin of the Colorado River, has signed two treaties with the United States. In 1968, the United States promised the tribe a permanent homeland. Uh, Shay Dravowski, a lawyer for the Navajo Nation, told the Supreme Court that the Navajos made clear that they understood the promise of a permanent homeland in the 1800s to include adequate water for agriculture and raiding, raising livestock, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. That's that's like the a thing you need, like all of their public utilities should be provided for. Mm-hmm. Uh, quote: Hauled from miles away, water can cost up to twenty times more than it does in neighboring off-reservation communities. He argued. He said the tribe is looking for its fair share of water through a fair process. Quote: A promise is a solemn duty, and the United States' duty is to see that the nation has the water it needs, as the United States has promised. Uh, the U.S. government had argued that the tribe did not have the legal right to make the claim because the treaties at issue did not create a right for the nation to sue the government over water. Frederick Liu, an assistant with the Solicitor General, told the justices at oral arguments in March that the dispute is about, quote, whether the United States owes the Navajo Nation a judicially enforceable affirmative duty to assess the tribe's water needs, develop a plan to meet them, and then carry out that plan by building water supply infrastructure on the reservation. And that answer, the answer to that question is no. So that's fucked up, man. Yeah. That's, um, we came and we stole everyone's land and then uh, we fucked them over on every treaty and lied about it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty not good. Pretty, pretty, pretty fucked. Like, and really the shows, you know, I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've seen this play out, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a thousand times, you know, like, you know, a uh, standing rock. Yep. Even Flint, Michigan. Yep. Just like, you know, if you do not have, if you aren't like a corporation, if you aren't a private enterprise seeking to profit off of our water tables, mm-hmm. like you can get fucked. Yeah. And, it's not for you. And it's not for you. Yeah. They could give a shit less about the Navajo people. They could give a shit less about any person who can't uh, can't buy their access as, to this. As stuff. he said, it's a zero sum game. Mm-hmm. And as he didn't say, but as the subtext was clear, and corporations need their water to run. Yep. And mm-hmm. corporations, obviously to them, more important than first peoples, the people whose land we stole and continue to live on. Yep. They would they would love it if they were just to not exist and yep they just want to you know they would they 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 will not do anything this is this is like part of a soft genocide Mm -hmm. it's like no you can't have water in a fucking arid desert yeah and like he like he fucking calls it arid in 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 the fucking court's decision it's like Mm -hmm. so he knows it's a shitty place with like low access to water and it's also where what they were given yeah and it's just like so they they have they they need access where they, they this is their this is their territory. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's and, and they're <laughs> saying, hey, we don't have like good water tables on the territory that you gave us. Can you help us out? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that wasn't part of the agreement, mm-hmm. which is I don't know, fucked up. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not acting in good faith on the American government's part, and saying that like we can't do anything, we can't interpret the law. We're the Supreme Court. It's only our I don't know job to interpret the law interpret it you know to benefit nestle right (laughs) 
So that sucks. Mm. You know what doesn't suck, though? Hmm. Here's a fun story from the week. Hmm. This one's by uh, Philip Hoare and Joren Hogenjank from The Guardian. Hmm. An orca repeatedly rammed a yacht in the North Sea off of Shetland on Monday in a concerning development following previous interactions between the cetaceans and vessels in the Strait of Gibraltar and Portugal. Dr. Wim Rutten, a 72-year-old retired Dutch physicist and experienced yacht person, was sailing solo from Lerwick to Bergen in Norway. He was fishing for mackerel with a single line off the back of his boat when the orca suddenly appeared in the clear water and hit the stern off of the seven-ton boat. Quote, I said shit! <laughs> uh, I said shit! Yeah. <laughs> I said shit! Right? Uh, Rutten said. That shit in it? Who said he had heard about the Portuguese accidents, he told the Guardian. The whale hit again and again, creating soft shocks through the aluminum hull. Quote, what I felt was most frightening was the very loud breathing of the animal. Looking for the nail, then he disappeared. Then came back at fast speed, twice or thrice. Maybe he just wanted to play. Or look in me eyes. Or to get rid of me fishing line. Uh, this is the same behavior that has been seen in the Iberian orca population, but it is the first time it has been known to happen in northern waters away from that population. Mm. So this this marks a big event. This marks, I don't know if it's a group think or if it's a rogue one that came off the other group or what, but they're beginning to organize. Yeah. And they're, 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 they're organizing. They're, oh, yeah. Like, they're spreading the word. They are. They're, they're fucking getting out there. They're doing agitprop. Mm-hmm. We're doing agitprop for them, <laughs> and they're starting to fucking catch on. It fucking yeah. rocks. The only thing I'm concerned about, the only thing I'm concerned about is our boy James Cameron. James Cameron, I, yes. I hope they know that he is an ally and mm-hmm. that he is a friend. I hope they've seen Avatar 2. He needs to, like, start when he starts going down there. He needs to start projecting Avatar 2. Yeah, and, and like have them watch it, and they'd be like, Ooh. "Oh yeah." <laughs> or maybe they did watch Avatar two, and that's what's like motivating them. They're like, "Oh, we are a the Tolkien." Tol- yeah, they're like, "I want." They all want to be Piacon now because yeah. Piacon's the fucking sickest motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to believe that they all the whales just saw Avatar two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so highly social cetaceans, orcas, also known as killer whales, use complex vocalizations to communicate and to hunt for food from small fish to blue whales. They learn matrilineally, and postmenopausal females assume the greatest importance in individual pods. Grandmothers in the Iberian population have been seen observing during the interactions with yachts and other vessels. Mm. So grandma telling them to do it, <laughs> which is fucking sick. This big mama's house now. Mm. Uh, experts believe this could play, uh, could be play among juvenile orcas. Dr. Alfredo Lopez in the Grupo de Chambrocha Orca Atlantica in Portugal said, quote, We know that many boats use fishing lines from the stern to fish, and it is a motivation for orcas. They come to examine them, unquote. But the focus on boats' rudders may come from adult whales who have developed an aversion towards boats, perhaps because they, quote, had a bad experience and try to stop the boat so as not to repeat it, which is what I believe. Yeah. I don't think they're playing. They ain't fucking around anymore. And the fact that this is, like, definitely 
I mean, it's not like all the whales just suddenly learn how to play with boats. Yeah. It's like the, the, the whales are pissed. Yeah. It's obvious. The whales don't want us there. We shouldn't be there. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, we need boats for some big transportation and stuff. And whales can't even fuck with those things. Like, mm-hmm. the only boats we need are too big for the orcas to fuck with. Yeah. Um, and we need to really have a long conversation about what we're doing with those boats because they run on the heaviest crude possible and are responsible for like half of the world's CO2. Yeah. Like container ships are killing our planet mm-hmm. more than anything. Container okay. ships are fucking fucked, man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so most surprising is the fact that this learned behavior should have appeared nearly 2000 miles away from Gibraltar where the initial incident happened. Dr. Ryan, uh, sorry, Dr. Connor Ryan, a scientific advisor at the Habidebrian Whale and Dolphin Trust, who has studied orcapods off the Scottish coast, said, quote, I'd be reluctant to say it cannot be learned from the southern population. It's possible that this fad is leapfrogging through the various pods and communities. Mm. It's a fad now. I don't think it's a fad. I think it's here to stay dumbass. Yeah. This is a movement, it's you dumb get, son of a bitch. It's going to get worse. It's going to get better. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, it's going to get cooler. <laughs> they're going to start, like, teaming up and, like, taking on bigger boats and richer start, people. They're going to start building, like, uh, like uh, helmets, metal helmets that uh, have, like, spikes on them. We should arm arm the fucking orcas <laughs> yeah. with, with helmets. That's what we need to do. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about rewatching uh, Blackfish. That's seen. a good movie. It is it's very sad. good. It's very, sad. Very, very sad. But, yeah, yeah, if anything makes you feel feel sad for uh for the orcas it'll be that <laughs> yeah but also you know make makes you know that this is justified this oh, is yeah, absolutely justified absolutely um so uh ryan suggests that there may be quote highly mobile pods that could transmit this behavior long distance lopez thinks however uh that human activities even in an in indirect way are the origin of this behavior Increased marine traffic, dwindling food sources, warming seas, and noise pollution could all play a part. That makes sense, because also it's like, you know, the fact that we see so much deer in, like, in like uh, urban areas and stuff, it's because, mm-hmm. like, in, in other animals, you know, like foxes and, you know, wolves, bears sometimes, it's because, like, we're encroaching on all of their natural environments, mm-hmm. and... Like where else are they supposed to go? Yeah, where else are they supposed to go? And then eventually, like, yeah, they kind of wreck, like, they need to find food. They mm-hmm. need to find food sources. And so, yeah, it's like, you know, raccoons are very adaptable. Like, they pretty much know know how to get food in human areas and yeah, stuff. And raccoons fucking rock. We love those do. guys. And, yeah, and, and orcas, you know, like, we're, we do basically, like, you know, strip mining of the sea when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, fishing and everything yeah. else. And so, yeah, it's like the orcas, I think, like clearly recognize boats as being a uh, being competition, mm-hmm. you know, for for like food for, for food. And, and, and also, you know, the, the water is getting warmer and mm-hmm. there's more boats in the water. Is yeah. there a connection? Do you think? Yeah, probably. Whales are not dumb animals. No, whales are smart fucking animals. Yeah. And they're just like, you know what? Fuck these things. I'm yeah. Sick of this shit. I, I would be, too, man. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, like. And it, it's really, honestly, I think, like, highly symbolic for revolution. Like, yeah. like the whales are fucking tired of shit, and they're finally striking back over at, at rich people. Because yeah. only rich people own yachts. Yeah. Poor people don't own yachts, no. and they're only attacking yachts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Take them out. Fucking A.
<laughs> so uh, we are joining the war on the orcas on the side of the orcas, I guess is Absolutely. what we're saying. That's uh, <laughs> Soy Trek's official <laughs> podcast position. So you fuck with orcas, you fuck with us. I think yeah. that's... Um, yeah. Well, well, yeah, go there and uh, like... Like also, I'm kind of afraid of orcas. So I will, I will, orcas I, have never attacked a human, but I hope they start. Oh yeah, yeah. There's never been a recorded death from an orca attack. Uh, well, except in blackfish. You know the one that took the. Oh well, no. I mean, uh, sorry. In in the wild. In the wild. Yeah. In the wild. Only yeah. in captivity. Mm-hmm. They only kill people in captivity, which is. Well, I'm afraid of all sea creatures. Uh, they are spooky in their own way. Yeah, like I. That, but I, it's respectful fear. Like oh I, yes, absolutely. Like I'm like, no, I know you can really fuck me up. And that's why right. I'm keeping my distance. <laughs> right. It, it's like the fear I have, like, like uh, my relationship with butch lesbians. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like I respect them. I fear them. Mm-hmm. I will I will approach with caution mm-hmm. and be kind and hope I don't get hurt. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a, that's, a, that's a good way to approach things. Yeah. Especially whales and butch lesbians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, whales and butch lesbians are our two favorite things on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we love you. We certainly do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, be well, travel safe, and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. All right, have fun, y'all. Thanks for hanging with us, Soyagers. Hang dong and shocker. Yeah, we done it. We done it. We did do it. How do you feel about that? Feel good. More like a horka. Mario Lopez. <laughs>